0: Hey there, you're listening to The Simple Home, a podcast for the modern mom looking for a slower pace, a life with less stuff, less to do, and more time for what really matters. Living simply is more than just getting rid of clutter. It's about letting go of expectations to create a life of intention. Motherhood is the ultimate Groundhog Day experience, where much of every day is spent on the logistical stuff necessary to keep everyone alive so you can wake up and do it again the next day. You don't need just one more thing. You need easier ways to manage the constant cleaning and feeding, the overwhelming clutter, the never-ending to-do list. I wish I could hire you a personal chef, a nanny, a housekeeper, and a personal finance guru, but I can't. What I can do is support you in your journey of letting go of all expectations and taking life at a slower pace. So sit back, relax, relax, and enjoy the podcast today. Hey there, welcome to episode five of the Simple Home Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna, and today we're going to be talking about routines you can put in place to help manage everyday tasks and lighten your load a bit. As a mom, there are many things that we deal with daily. It really never changes. Laundry always needs done, kids keep growing out of their clothes, and mornings happen no matter what. So there's no way to go through every routine that would be beneficial in your day, but on this episode, I'm going to talk through how I handle the routines I get asked about most frequently. I would love for you to leave a note in the comments if you'd like me to cover other routines in future episodes. And I'd also love to hear about your routines because I am always looking for simpler, more efficient ways to do things and spend my time. So if you have anything to add in the comments um, and join in the conversation, you can go to the show notes at athomewithkids.com forward slash episode five. So I basically could not function as a mom without routines. In fact, I barely function anyway. You know as well as me that having little kids creates enormous amounts of day-to-day craziness. I'm a firm believer that life is better when it's simple, although simple and toddler aren't usually used in the same sentence. Routines can create the simplicity you are seeking as a busy mom. These routines will help you manage your home with peace and even save you time and energy for the things that you really want to do. So let's start with laundry. Laundry happens no matter what, and often as soon as you get to an empty basket, you have another pile waiting for you. And laundry is not simple. It has to be done all the time, but if you can set up a system for yourself, it can at least be manageable. So here's the system that I use that works well for my family. When I wake up in the morning, I put a load of clothes in the wash. And then before we leave the house, either to take the kids to school or if we're leaving the house for the day, I throw it in the dryer. After I pick the kids up from school or sometime in the afternoon, we fold and put the clothes away together. Now, everyone helps in this process, even my three-year-old, and basically I've been having them help since they could sit up and touch the clothes. Now, when I say fold and put away, I'm using those terms loosely. They help me fold the best that they can. I don't expect it to be perfect, but I do show them how I like to get it folded so that as they grow, they'll learn how to fold the clothes. But, you know, even if it's just your toddler picking out the socks that match or them looking through the pile for their clothes, whatever you have your children do, I do say that you should probably have them help, whether they're little or or they're getting big. Because truthfully, laundry is a part of everybody's life and it will be forever. So having them help just helps them be a part of your life and your the everyday that goes on in having a household. So this usually takes us about 15 minutes by putting the laundry in, putting it in the dryer, and getting it folded and put away. It's really not a huge job. I make it a huge job in my head, but when I really Um, break it down. It doesn't take very much of our day. Now, I choose to do the load in the morning because then I usually get all the stray clothes that end up in the basket before bedtime. If there's a day where we don't have a load, I'll just add sheets or towels into the mix. So with five people in our family, we seem to have about one load per day. You can modify this system to work for you. The point is that you have to create the system and then be consistent so you don't end up with piles to wash, fold, and then put away. It's when those piles get there that it feels overwhelming and unmanageable. So I heard somebody once, a mom once told me a load a day keeps the piles away. So if you can remember that, it's super, super helpful, seriously, to just put in a load a day. Now, I'm also going to tell you I don't any longer separate my clothes. I used to separate them into several different things, whites and darks and delicates and all kinds of stuff. I don't do that anymore. I don't have time for that. We don't buy fancy enough clothes for that. And the truth is, I don't think I've ruined any of our clothes yet. They're lasting just fine. Um, But (laughs) that may totally not be up your alley And that is fine, do what works for you. But I am giving you permission to make it simpler and just throw it all in in one load if possible. All right, the second system I wanna talk about is when you have clothes that are too small. We all know our kids are growing in and out of clothes very quickly and this is a never ending problem. So it seems like I have to go through my kids clothes on a monthly basis because they're growing so fast. In order to keep this from becoming an overwhelming task, I place a laundry basket in each kid's room or somewhere near all the bedrooms. If your bedrooms are close by and you can have just one basket, that might work better. Um, And then anytime your child wears something that is getting too small, just place it in that basket. When you have enough clothes in the basket, take it to another family who could use them or take it to donate or whatever you do with those clothes. I also use this basket for clothes that I notice aren't getting worn much. We keep our wardrobes to a minimum and if the clothes aren't serving a purpose and just taking up space, they get placed in the basket so someone else could use them. So I used to have trouble doing that because I'd see a few t-shirts in my son's drawer that I really loved and I wanted so badly for him to wear them, but he never wore them. And I would just leave them in his, in his drawer hoping he would wear them and he still didn't wear them. So. I've gotten really good at seeing what my kids are actually wearing and if if they have something in there that they are not wearing, I just go ahead and donate it. And that way somebody else can be wearing it and their drawer is more manageable. So the routine that I get asked about the most other than laundry is making meals. So let's talk about that for a minute. I have a couple things to say about this one. First, This section is not going to help you if you like to make gourmet, magazine-worthy meals. It doesn't mean you can't love to cook and try new meals, but my routine is more about making your day-to-day meal planning easier and saving your experimentations for nights when you have more time. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I want to give you a new way of thinking about food. I take a very minimalistic approach to meals meaning I make simple meals that nourish our bodies and take very little thought. I don't buy a lot of different kinds of foods and I don't purchase anything to use just one time in a recipe. If I find a recipe I wanna try, but it has ingredients that I've never used or probably won't use again, I won't make that recipe because it doesn't make sense to me to purchase an item that's gonna end up staying in my shelf forever and causing me stress in the future. Rather than searching the internet for a meal to cook, going to the store to get what you need, and spending the evening in the kitchen, I think you should plan for the whole month. So choose several meals your family loves and then rotate them throughout the month, placing meals with similar ingredients near each other. By placing meals that are similar together and near each other, you're gonna be able to use the same ingredients for several of those meals. For instance, you might make tacos one night And then the next night you make fajitas and you can use many of the same ingredients, but the meal will be completely different. So your family's not really going to notice or feel like they're eating the same thing again. I often do tacos and then I'll do chicken enchilada soup and I will do uh, fajitas all in the same week. Nobody notices or cares, but I get to buy the same items at the grocery store and then I make sure none of those go to waste by using them in the next meal. So if you want to read my entire meal planning process, I have a post, I will link to it in the show notes and it goes through step-by-step exactly how I meal plan. Um, And also next week on the podcast, that whole episode is going to be all about meal planning. So make sure you stay tuned for that episode and that'll help you get your meals planned for the whole month without too much thought. I use 30 minutes or less, plan the entire month and then move on from it. And that's what keeps my meal mealtime simple. Really, the point is to lessen your load when it comes to meals. You have to feed your family, but the time you all spend together is more important than having fancy meals on the table every night. So routine number four that we're gonna talk about is packing lunches. If you have school-aged kids, you know that getting lunches together can be a challenge. And like everything else in motherhood, it just keeps happening day after day. To keep it manageable, I think of my kids' lunches in categories. So if you don't have kids in school yet, this is perfect for really snacks or lunch planning for your kiddos that are still at home too. I have one child who goes to school and my other two are still home with me, and I just pack them a lunch in the morning as well, and that way at lunchtime we can easily just get it out, or if we're on the go, we can stop for a picnic and everything's already packed. So I think of my kids' lunches in categories, veggie, fruit, protein, and fat. I have a small list of each of these categories that my kids like, and then I pack one of each into a Binto box. I will go ahead and link to my very favorite Binto box um, in the show notes. They're super cheap and easy. You can throw them in the dishwasher and they've lasted us a really long time. So I'll link to that in the show notes at homewithkids.com forward slash episode five. So some examples of the items that we have, um, some easy veggies are grape tomatoes, cucumbers, carrots, avocado or guacamole, which both of those also double as a fat. So that's great. Some proteins could be peanut butter, yogurt, cheese, turkey, pepperoni. If you haven't gotten a decent fat in, then you could add things like nuts, um, almonds. I don't do anything really fancy, like make clever shapes out of the food. I just pack a few healthy items in each section of the bento box and send my kid on their way. I generally do this for all of my kids, like I said, even the two that aren't in school because it makes lunchtime that much easier for me. So that's the simple routine that I use. And because how simple it is, my son can actually often pack his own lunch along with me as I pack the other two's lunch. So you can kind of separate those items in your fridge and then they just pick one of each and lunches are packed. Okay, so let's move on to a morning routine. Now mornings can get awfully crazy in a house with kids, but I think it's so important to start your day off well and help your kids start their day off well too. So I really have two different morning routines. One is my routine for getting me up and ready for my day. And then one is my kids routines, helping them get up and ready for their day. So I'll start with my routine. Yours may look totally different than this. Um, I like to get up really, really early so that I have plenty of time before my kiddos wake up. If you're not used to getting up that early, you probably won't have such a long morning routine as I do, but I wake up before everyone else. I pour myself a glass of iced tea. I write down my yearly goals every single morning, and then I work for about an hour and a half. This is generally my writing time for these podcasts and for other things I have going on in my business, and then I work out for 30 minutes, and I get ready for the day, and then I have a 30-minute Bible time. So that's kind of my morning routine. I notice that the mornings that I wake up a little late and kind of shift these things around, I don't feel, feel near as good for my day, so I really try to stick to this Uh, get myself up early, hopefully go to sleep early enough. And that's kind of what I do. Then my kids wake up. I'm often still in my Bible time. So they'll come and join me on our big chair as I'm finishing my Bible time. And I read some to them and we say a morning prayer together. And then they have a small chore list to get done. Now these aren't chores like cleaning the house, but they get dressed, they brush their teeth, and they make their bed. So those are the three things that they know to do once we get off that chair and start our day while I get breakfast ready and pack lunches. Then we sit and eat breakfast together, talk about the day ahead, and we head off to school. Or if it's a weekend, we usually just lounge around at that point and start our day really slow. So you'll notice my routine is quite lengthy, and it's because I do try to get work done before anyone else gets up, so I have that focused time, because I know that I may not have it again throughout the entire day. So you don't have to have such a long morning time, but I do suggest you get up before your kids and have some sort of little routine, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes, to get yourself prepared for the day. Okay, so now let's talk about after school. You may or may not have kids in school, but this routine will work perfectly for your kids when they wake up from their afternoon nap as well. Usually my kids are starving at this time of day, so I always have some cut up veggies and fruit on the counter. Sometimes I might include hummus or peanut butter or ranch as well just to mix it up, but I don't let them just scour through the cabinets because like the rest of us when we're really, really hungry, I know the kinds of choices that they will make when they scour through the cabinets. So i I just already have something out if they want to eat it they do if not they just wait for dinner during this time i get to talk to them about their day as they're eating their snack and then they play or do something creative or if it's nice i send them outside or i go outside with them basically my goal at this time is just to let them unwind we have to remember that kids work really hard when they're at school or just during the day and they need some time to just kind of unwind their bodies and their minds and do something on their own. I don't plan elaborate activities at this time. I might get out some art supplies or play-doh or a bunch of recycled materials, but really they're on their own. They come up with what they want to do and I just talk to them um, as they're doing it and enjoy that time. Then after that we do a few chores. Um, I usually do a few while while they're doing their activity and then they join me We do kind of like a 15 minute cleanup around the house and then we read or we do homework or something like that. It's a pretty, pretty simple afternoon in our house. All right. The next routine we're going to go through is cleaning. Now, this is something that comes up all the time because um, I think it's just because we all strive to keep such a clean and orderly house. And with kids, a clean and orderly house isn't always possible. But I do like to try to just keep up with my house. I don't expect it to be sparkly clean, but I strive to keep it presentable most of the time. I don't stress over making it perfect. So this system has helped me manage the mess that grows quickly without having to spend all my time cleaning. And I'm going to say right here off the bat that I am not one who can stick to a cleaning schedule. Um, Many of you probably can, and I think that is so awesome. There's so many great ones out there. If you just Google cleaning schedule, you'll find one that works great for you. I have a hard time doing that because if I miss a day or I accidentally clean the wrong thing on the day it says to clean something else, I get all frazzled and upset with myself. So I can't really stick to a cleaning schedule. So here's what I do instead. I choose two times per day when I have 15 minutes. And this is in the morning and the afternoon for me, but it can be any time for you. And I do just a little pickup and just a little quick cleaning during both of those 15 minutes. And I have my kids help me. So during this time, everyone participates and we do the basics. Put dishes away, wipe down counters. We may vacuum or anything else that we see just needs tidied up real quick. It's amazing what you can accomplish in fifteen minutes if that's your only focus and everyone works together. Between these quick cleanups and accidents and spills, our house stays pretty clean because I'm often wiping something up that's been spilled or um, you know vacuuming up a quick mess because somebody made one. And then those fifteen minutes, I do all those basic things. Now, of course, there's bigger jobs like cleaning the. Shower and the bathroom, and all those bigger things that you need to do cleaning your windows. And what I do here is I just do one a day, and if I don't get to it, I don't do it. But I try to do one a day, and it's whatever I see needs it the most. So it might be vacuuming the whole house, it might be washing some windows. Um, I'm often wiping down our bathroom, that seems to be one of the places that needs it quite often. And again, it takes me maybe 15 minutes to do that one job. And during the other two 15-minute blocks, sometimes I get to one of those other jobs because the rest of the house looks pretty good. So I would say on average, I spend about 30 minutes tidying up and cleaning different things and our house stays decent. So I know some of these routines for managing a home Um, may not be a good fit for you, for your family, or your lifestyle, but I hope you can use a few of them or just at least get inspired from them to come up with your own routines. Most importantly, I want you to remember that it's not about perfection. Your job description as a mom does not include doing all of these tasks. Your job description as a mom is to keep your kids safe, love them, and raise them. (laughs) The rest is just the little stuff Life stuff that can be let go of when needed, and it doesn't need to be all your responsibility. It does not equate to how good of a mom you are. So just remember that as you're thinking about all of the things you feel like you need to do every single day, it's okay to let go of some, and it's okay not to have a perfect house right now. Remember the season that you're in and the things that are true priorities for you. So coming up with these little routines may help you get some of those things done that you want to a little quicker. I also often tell people that if there's a task that they're trying to get done and it's just always hard for them or it kind of stresses you out, um, two things. One is I tell people to break it down. So if the task you just always putting it off, it's probably because you haven't broken it down into small enough steps. And once you do that, each of those steps will feel manageable. So break down those things that are too overwhelming for you at this time or things you notice you're always putting off. And then the second thing I always tell people is to challenge themselves to spend less time on whatever that task is. So if there's a task that you're spending 30 minutes on, see if you can shorten it to 15. Challenge yourself to figure out how to spend less time. And I promise it will be much easier for you to get done. All right, that is it for today. Please join us in the declutter challenge. You can get signed up for that for free at athomewithkids.com/declutterchallenge. forward slash declutter challenge. Cleaning and all of these routines above are always easier if you have less stuff to manage in your home. So join us for that at homewithkids.com forward slash declutter challenge. You just listened to an episode of The Simple Home. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I feel truly honored to be a small part of your life. Please take a moment to give a rating and write a quick review on iTunes. That will help this podcast reach more people, and I appreciate the feedback. We meet here every week, so hit subscribe so you know when the newest episode goes live. And for more practical tips on simplifying motherhood, visit homewithkids.com. I can't wait to talk to you next time.